Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Hope you're all having a wonderful start to your day. Welcome to another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. My name is Angie, and today I'm joined by my fellow SAPI member, Maya. Hi, Maya. Hello. It's been a while since you've been on the uh, podcast. I think this I'm... is, is this the first time this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think the last time was when I interviewed Amy back in December, maybe even the end of November. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I think it was December. It's been a while. So Mm -hmm. obviously I'm very excited to have you back on and joining me. We are going to be doing another series together. And it's something that I've been noticing more and more bookkeepers are going virtual in all aspects of their businesses. And we started to get some people in our savvy membership asking how, what we would suggest to keep their documents organized as much as possible. So naturally, since you are the keeper of all the documents and files (laughs) in Off the Hook and the Savvy team, I uh, thought it would only make sense to have you join me in this series. I am uh, the keeper of the files. You are. It is amazing. Anytime I file something wrong, I know instantly you'll let me know. Um, I love it. So, Or but, if you can't find anything. Yes, that's yeah, true. Where's this? I can't yeah. find this. Oh, it's in here, 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 here. Yep. Yes. And yes. It's like I have the whole filing system just memorized in my brain. I know. It's really it's, weird. It's, some it's, things are in some weird places too. Our filing system even can definitely be improved. Yes, it's an but. ongoing process and it always will be. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So especially as the business changes, mm-hmm. your needs change and the system has to change. Yeah, so it's definitely something that, you know, guys, no one's organization is ever perfect. Just like your own personal development, it's an ongoing process. So that's good to remember. But um, I thought it would be great to join together and um, have some fun while talking about organization. And filing. And filing. So exciting. (laughs) We'll make it fun. We will make it fun. We always make it fun. We always get people. um, Lately, there have been a couple of people that have been going through our follow-up series in our onboarding series and most of the time the feedback I get from them is that they just have a lot of fun with us so Mm -hmm. I'm taking that as a compliment so hopefully you guys enjoy this yeah hopefully you guys enjoy this series as well so and hopefully you don't just enjoy the series but it makes filing less awful for you in the future yes absolutely so To start off the series, I thought it would be really great to kind of just like we always do with Savvy, start at the beginning and, you know, discuss on how personal and professional document management doesn't have to be a nightmare. It doesn't have to be something that you want your head to just explode anytime you think about it. 
there are some quick and easy ways that you can organize organize your files at home so you and if you have a team can find everything very easy through different aspects of digital filing systems so hopefully you guys get a lot of tips and you can say goodbye to poor and timely document management that's the goal for the series first off let's review the concept of digital filing. When we say digital filing, Maya, what do you kind of automatically think in your head? Digital filing? Uh, I think of nested folders. Yeah, that's so funny. As soon as we were talking about this this morning, that was the first thing she said as well. <laughs> nested folders and naming conventions. Yes, absolutely. And what she's talking about there is ways of storing your documents in your computer that creates an organized and logical manner so that anyone can go into your filing system and understand where things will be because of your naming conventions and your nested filing. So there's multiple different ways of doing this quickly, but by having a successful filing system, whatever way you organize it, it will just make things so much quicker and easier for you to actually work. So most of today, I think we should talk about the big elephant in the room and the concept of cloud filing systems because they really are the way of the future and they really help you eliminate the need for countless hours of printing documents, signing them, scanning them back in and sorting all the paperwork. Um, I basically live in a house where we are like 95% paperless. We don't create our own paper. We have a printer, but it's only used for, um, it's only used for my personal business for sending out mail, basically. We don't um, even have a printer. Yeah, yeah. We're, it, more and more businesses are going 100% paperless. So let's just discuss the concept of cloud filing systems. How would you explain the cloud filing systems? Well, you said before um, storing files on your computer and I immediately thought, don't store your files on your computer. <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say that. <laughs> don't do that, store them in the cloud because then they can be accessed from anywhere. Yes. Anywhere where you have access from. It's not like everybody on the internet is going yes. to have access to your files. They are still protected by a password. And actually, but... they're sometimes more protected because cloud software actually makes it so that their security is really impressive so that you can't get hacked and lose hmm. your important information. So typically, it's actually more safe and secure than just having it in your documents file on your computer. Yeah, because the people who make... Google Drive, Dropbox, the OneDrive. Yeah, and... that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they understand everyone's concerns for using the yeah. software. So they make it extra secure. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I could probably rant all day about how, like all the benefits of using this cloud system. But like, for example, if you have a team mm -hmm. and you're, working on the same document 
Mm, yes it makes it so much better you don't have to have 10,000 different versions of the same document whereas if if you're if you've got a word document and you save it on your computer then you have to attach it to an email and send it to somebody else and then they'll edit it and then they'll send you back that file so that you can look at it and now you have your old version and the new version and then you make a change and then you have to attach it to an email it's such a headache it's too much. It's way too much. Just if if you have a cloud system, then the document that is in there can be accessed. You, you can send a link mm-hmm. to share any file or any folder with another person and they will be able to open it in their browser on their computer and it will be the current version. And then they'll make a change and save it. And then when you go to access it, it will be the new version. It's amazing. So much better. It saves such a headache. I used to work for a company who did the, she had nested files and everything. She had, she was partway there, but it was all just central on her computer. And sometimes we would have to work on our laptops and the Mm. version control issue was such a frustration. I would waste sometimes about 40 minutes trying to find out which version was the one I was mm. supposed to use. And the great thing about this system is that so you do have the version control, not just is it always the most updated version, but if for some reason you wanted to look at a previous version, you can. It stores yes. the version history so you can go back and see what changes were made. And, and that kind of thing. It's like if you accidentally deleted something, well, it's still going to be there later if mm-hmm. you go into the version history. So there's that side of it. It makes sharing and like collaboration so much easier for documents. Yeah, and for teams and for clients because sometimes yeah. you might need to send a document to a client hmm. and that gets refined and changed. I know with us that happens all the time when I'm working on um, business, business plans. plans. Yeah, hmm. and... It doesn't matter. We can, multiple people can be in one document at the same time and no version issues. Anyone can access it. It makes life just so much easier. And for someone, you know, we both travel quite a bit. We both have a bit of passion for traveling. For me, for all of my clients, I love working on cloud software because when I was in Canada for an entire month last year, I didn't have any issues working in Canada because it was all in the cloud and it really didn't matter, (laughs) which is super handy. Mm. And uh, you mentioned before the other, so that was, that's like one of the biggest things. And I would say Mm -hmm. the other biggest thing um, that makes cloud filing so much better is that you can actually access it from any device as well. Mm. So including you always, your phone. Yeah. Which is including super handy. <laughs> so if you um, normally use your desktop computer at home and then you go away somewhere and you want to be able to at least check your emails or maybe you have to lodge some bass or something while you're away, um, you can. And you like you can do it from your laptop because all you have to do is log into the same cloud filing system. And then everything that you have on your desktop computer is there on your laptop. And it will be the same if you have a team, any of them can have the same flexibility so that if they go away, Mm -hmm. you still know that they'll have access 
to their files so they can do a bit of work while they're away. Yeah, it's so handy. And, you know, one of our team members that we just finished a series up is Sharon. Sharon loves going camping. It's one of her mm. true passions. And so she does it on the weekend all the time. She's got this amazing caravan. She It's basically glamping that she does. It's impressive. Mm. Um, but because sometimes she goes for an extra day or so, she'll just bring her laptop. And because we work with zero, everything is cloud-based. So it really doesn't matter where she's working. She does all of her work just as normal, just on her laptop. And sometimes it's on her desktop. And I know I myself have done some work while in a car having to travel. Again, it doesn't matter because I have everything at the touch of a button with the cloud-based software. As long as you have internet connection, you're good to go. Yeah, which is it's awesome. awesome. It's so good. So what I thought we would go through is even with the amazing technology base of cloud-based filing systems, there is still an ongoing problem with actually having it organized. So it's mm. great that you can access your documents anywhere, but having them organized and making when them you easy log to find. So the yeah. cloud-based system, are you actually going to be able to find what you're looking for? That's exactly know, the next thing. Exactly. Instead of having all of your papers thrown across your desk, it's just thrown across your cloud-based software. So there is basically I've gone through and created nine tips of how they're actually strategies that we use at Fabi and how we thought we could help so make some suggestions to stay organized, efficient in create some time-saving tools for bookkeepers um, because there are just so many documents that you need ongoing throughout the year for just one client. Yeah, <laughs> um, and especially for people who have like 50 plus clients. that It gets ridiculous. Get pretty, pretty hardcore, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the number one tip is, and again, this is something that we're really passionate about, is place all the documents in one spot. So with one, yeah, root yeah, folder. Yeah, one root folder. So for off the hook and for savvy, if we want to go into anything for savvy, we go into the savvy bookkeeper root folder. And then in there is all of the other folders that are nested for everything. So in the savvy bookkeeper, we go into, well, actually, no, I'll do off the hook because we're talking about bookkeeping. And off the hook, you go in and as soon as you go in, you can see client folder, you can see marketing folder, you can see things like that where it's all the main concept of it, but it's all in that root folder, which mm -hmm. just saves a lot of time for your business. And it also makes it really easy to share with team members. So you don't have to share, let's say you have a OneDrive or a Google Drive or something. And you don't wanna share your entire drive. You just wanna share that one root folder for your business. Makes it easy. You just share that one folder and life is great. And you can run backups and create archives through it and the whole team can access it. So that's a really good one. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to chat about 
about the concept of having one main folder, root folder for the business? No, I think it makes makes sense. But um, yeah, I guess so you can also have then another root folder that would be for personal stuff if you exactly. wanted to have that in your Google Drive as well and not share it with anyone. But um, the other, I guess the other thing I would say is try to not have any files floating around in that root folder space. So yes. when you log into Google Drive, you can see folders and files. All of your files should be should have a, in home. a folder. Yeah, they yes. should have a home. I don't it know if that's one of the tips. I, I yeah, that'll be, seven. yeah, I think it's, yeah. Yeah, file is a go with number seven. <laughs> um, just, you know, letting you guys know what's gonna be happening up next. Um, yeah. Or number okay. five. I don't know what's going on with my yeah. numbers. Anyways, number two is going through and creating a logical hierarchy for naming and for creating folders. You're really good at this. So I thought you could take this one about keeping things simple mm. so that it's easy for anyone to access in a logical way quickly. Yeah. For example, so yeah, you don't want to make it too complicated, but you sort of have to decide what should be in its own folder and what is okay to mix with other things. Um, so if you've got your bookkeeping practice root folder and then um, inside that you'll have your folder for clients, you definitely should have one folder just for clients. Absolutely. And then, and then like a folder for maybe admin or a folder for marketing or whatever, whatever it is, whatever areas of your business, basically, mm -hmm. you should have a different folder for each area of your business. And then inside that, in your client's folder, um, for example, you should have one folder for each client, not each yes. service. <laughs> You shouldn't have, when you enter the client's folder, you shouldn't see anything that says Bass or payroll or anything like that. All the folders inside that folder should be. John Doe, Jane Doe, yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, or exactly. you can do the business name. You can do mm -hmm. the client name or business name. It all depends on how you kind of look at it. Or both. You can yeah. have like their name and then the business name in brackets or the other way around. How, how, so that, that is the naming conventions, which I think yes. we're going to talk about later again, <laughs> keep jumping ahead. <laughs> but for now, it's just the, so we're talking about the logical hierarchy. So you have your root folder, which is your bookkeeping practice. Then you have your clients folder. And then inside there, you have one folder mm -hmm. for each different client. And then inside that client folder, you'll have a folder for Bass and a folder yeah. for payroll and a folder. I always for find because we're talking about the client folder, it's easier to do like FY19, FY18. And yeah, then yeah, in actually, there, that's the other way that you could do it. Yeah, it makes it just so much easier so that if something, if you find out something was lodged wrong in mm -hmm. FY18, you can just go directly in there. And then in there, you can have facts, you can have GST, you can have reconciliation, you can have the documents that had to be signed and confirmed and any payroll or anything like that, all in that area, 
which brings us to number three, which is the nest folders within folders. Mm -hmm. So that way you can create subfolders in your main folder, like client folder, then it goes to the client name. And then in the client name, you have the financial year. And in the financial year, you have all the other files pertaining to that. So technically you shouldn't have to have any loose documents in the client mm -hmm. folder until you get into the proper financial year that you're looking at. Yeah. And it, side note here, it might sound like a lot of, like for every financial year, you have to create all these file, all these folders for every single client. Um, but you can create folder templates, like yes. have a folder called like financial year template mm -hmm. and you can um inside that template folder have all your different areas or whatever you want to have in that folder for every client and then you can just copy and paste it into every single client you might there might there's probably some software that does it automatically for you as well i'm sure there I is don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that, but there probably <laughs> is. If there isn't, then there should be. Um, but yeah, so that's how we handle like our new clients. There's like mm -hmm. a, a client template folder and then it just creates, we just copy it and rename it and then change the, yeah, the financial year to the, the appropriate one. And then it has all of the hierarchy of mm -hmm. folders within folders already set up for you so it doesn't have to be a whole lot of right click create new yeah, folder don't need to manually single. do it every mm. single time um yeah. another example because you know everyone has different ways of setting up their systems another example that we can use is for our podcast for the bookkeepers mm. voice podcast i actually really love the way that we organize our podcast folders and i think you created the organizational structure for this one as well is probably <laughs> is or amy could have started it as well because i think she started the podcast before you did you started mm. didn't she? we have changed yeah we have changed the system it. a bit yeah so the way that we've done it is it makes it very easy it's in our media folder and so you've there, got the savvy bookkeeper yes. folder and then in there the area of business is media so it's the media folder yes and then in there is the podcast folder and then in there in the podcast folder is numbered episodes so it goes from one to 50 50 to 100 100 plus and we're in the 100 plus stage right now so we'll be mm -hmm. to the 100 to 150 once you go in those there is then each folder for each episode. And we have the episode name as well as the number of the episode. So when anyone in the team member is going to, let's say what we're doing right now, film, we can just go, okay, so we are filming right now, episode 109. We both go into there and can get all of the information. Also, for when we're actually promoting it and scheduling everything, we can then go, Caitlin, our amazing new member, which we will eventually introduce <laughs> to the community, she then goes in and finds the recording. She finds our all of our notes in there, and everything is all organized, and you just have to go in. So even doing something like your 
team management or your marketing for your bookkeeping business can all be organized like that as well. So it works for everything you basically do. And it just helps. The goal is to basically have everything filed in a folder so that just like you would think of your actual desk, you would have folders all organized on your desk and no loose papers. You want no loose files. The other thing you don't want is too many files in one folder, which is why yes. we break up the episodes into episode one to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 150 is what we're in now. When we only had 20 episodes, it was all just in the podcast folder. Yes. But then once we got to like 70 or 80 episodes, it was too much to scroll all the way to the bottom to get to the latest episode. And that's when we decided we don't need <laughs> the first 50 episodes to be in the same folder as the ones we're working on now. So we just got rid of them, put them in their own folder, yes. made a new folder for like the current podcast section that we were working on. Because it is such a pain. It's too it is many annoying. things to look at. So that's, so the other that's, I mean, most of our listeners probably don't have a podcast, but what you might have is same for reports. Yeah. Tons of clients with who you do, let's say you do monthly or quarterly reports. Mm -hmm. What are you going to be doing with all those reports and all of your feedback from those reports? You put them in a nested filing system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can even, yeah. You uh, within your FY18 folder, mm -hmm. you can then have Q1, Q2, exactly. Q3, Q4, if you've got enough stuff to go in that, or you could have Q1 and 2, mm -hmm. Q3 and 4. Um, and one level up or down from that, I'm not <laughs> sure how, how filing terminology works, but um, I guess the step before that is when you go into your bookkeeping practice root folder and then you go into your clients folder. If you have more than 30 or 40 or 50 clients, oh, yes. I you know go into going. the clients folder and like you, you got to scroll all the way. So um, yeah, put them in like a A to M and a yes. N to Z or something like that um you know, make your life so much better and that that just makes it extra easy to find so it will half the amount of Searching. client names that you're looking at when you go looking for a specific client of course they're all going to be alphabetical anyway but if you have more than 50 clients and a you lot have of scrolling. To scroll all the way down to why it's it's too much mm -hmm. it's too much so just yeah half it if, if you find that you're scrolling heaps to get to the bottom one it's time to split them into multiple yeah organized uh, folders I really love that idea and yeah it makes such a difference I know when I talk about you know emailing clients communicating with clients or creating social media content or anything every time I say if it saves you two minutes right now imagine how much time it's going to save you in a year mm. so Doing things like that in your document organization, just imagine how much time it's going to save you. Yes, it might take you 10 minutes to do it right now, but it's going to save you most likely hours and one month 
mm-hmm. on everything. So it's really worth it. And it kind of goes directly into our tip number four, which is being specific with your naming of your files and your documents. Yes, naming conventions. Yes, it is really important and it saves you a lot of time. So basically what you want to remember with naming conventions is keeping it simple. Don't mm-hmm. make file names so long and confusing that basically the way that you want to name your files is if you can't find your file for whatever reason, you can easily search for it using one word. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. You want to give it a descriptive file name that's easy to identify and search for. If your filing names is like a full sentence, that's not going to be easy to search for. The other thing you want to keep in mind when deciding how to name your files is um, make them specific, like put the date on it. You don't want to have to open a file to figure out what's inside. Yes. You need to know from, from the name. So it would be like client name, bass, the state, quarter, date, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's what you need. It makes it so much easier to find things. And again, it's either whether you have a team or you don't have a team, it doesn't really matter because mm. I don't know about you, half the time I will logically name a file, but then I'll be like, no, name it. don't remember it. Even today's episode, couldn't remember what I called it. <laughs> so mm. I searched, I knew what episode we were in. So I just searched the episode. Yeah, the episode number. Yeah. So it makes it easy. So as long as you can remember one thing, you can easily find it. And usually Bass and the financial year, if you're in your already in your client folder with your client name and you just search the Bass, you're going to find it very quickly and easily. Yeah. It also helps if you accidentally file something in a weird place and you can't, you're looking for it and it's not where you expect it to be. If you name it in a way that will make it easy to find, you can just search for it. It'll show you where you've hidden it from yourself and then you can put it to where it's supposed to be. Exactly. I love it. And that kind of goes into the next tip, which is tip number five, which is my biggest thing. And I know it's your big thing because if we don't do it, you usually do say something, is file as you go. Yeah. So it's like... It's kind of similar to how people try to get to inbox zero. Yes. Try to get to root folder zero. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, One of the great things with, so we use Google Drive um, Mm -hmm. and I assume OneDrive and- OneDrive and everything does the same kind of concept. So So if you go into the folder that you want the file to be in, you can right click just on the screen inside that folder and create a new file and it will automatically save the file in the folder. So you don't even have to do the filing if you create the file from within the folder. It will just save that. It, and then and then you don't have yes. to do any filing. Yes. And I can say, because I do use all three of those main ones, Dropbox, what, um, uh, OneDrive and yeah, Google Drive, all three of them do have that feature. So there really isn't an excuse not to have it in the right folder from the get-go. 
<laughs> and if you do, because sometimes, sometimes I do it that way. And sometimes if I need something quickly, mm. um, I will just open Google Docs. Yes, and I do a that. New file. Yeah. But then there's a little button up the top that it looks like, like a little folder button with an arrow. And when you hover mm -hmm. over it, it says move. So you don't need to get out of the file. You can, you can just, just move click it. that move button and put it to where it's supposed to be. I do that all the time, actually, for these specific things, like our podcast notes. I will sit down and create, you know, three or four podcast podcast plans, but I just will sit down and do it all at once. And then I will just, when I'm done, move it in the right folder that it needs to be in. Mm. I, I can do still it do it super quick. I do it with template documents. For mm. example, yesterday I was setting up the terms and conditions and privacy policy page for a client website that I'm working on. And so we have the two terms pages are saved as a template in our Google Drive in a templates folder, website templates folder. Um, and so what I do is I make a copy of each of the templates and then I open the copy they'll open the two copies rename it with the client name for both files and then after I've opened it I change the location of the file to the client folder love it so that's that's my process so if you make it kind of a habit to do it in a particular order then yeah. It, really... it just becomes second nature. Yeah. And then you don't end up with stuff being in, in a weird place and you can find things easily. Like if I made the copies and didn't rename the file or just left the file in the template folder, then I'm never going to find it again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then when I go into it next time, I'll be like, what are these other weird things in here? Why are there some, there should only be two files in this folder. Why are there four? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 If you make it, it a habit, then it reduces the amount of work. That it it is also helps, you know, there's a real thing about having a decluttered office in mm -hmm. the space of where you're working. It makes a real difference with your mental well-being and it's the same with digital folders and files and it's actually something that people don't realize how much it impacts you mm. is by having that nice clean and organized filing system it makes you much less stressed and it reduces your feeling of overwhelm when you're busy when you're busy and stressed and you have a lot of client work and you can't find that file that you really need right now your feeling of overwhelm can just max out simply yeah. because you can't find that file. So by filing as you go and having that proper nesting organization, it can actually really help decrease your stress levels. And usually days that you are super stressed, you'll probably find you're working in a folder that isn't very well organized. Yeah. <laughs> Just hot tip, you guys. <laughs> um, for number six, this is something that is really important as well. And we kind of briefly touched on it a little bit earlier. But as time goes on, you're going to have a lot of 
files in your documents that are older and basically cluttering up your cloud storage because it is storage. Just like your office, sometimes you get to the point where you have way too much paperwork than you actually need. So what's great about doing things virtually and doing cloud software is that there is ways that you can declutter filing systems, declutter storage to free up space and to make sure that you are backing up your files regularly because you have a lot of client sensitive client information. You don't want to accidentally lose it. Let's say someone accidentally deletes your entire main folder, <laughs> which Sounds ridiculous, but that has happened with my partner's business. Um, my one, my older um, social media assistant ended up deleting all of our client folders one day. Thankfully, there is a backup system <laughs> and we didn't lose anything. So actually being able to use things like backup storages, using the cloud-based backup memory, um, and having even an archive section in your folder system could really help keep things organized. So let's say you have a client that you've had for 10 years. You don't really need to keep all of their systems on there, <laughs> like all of the information after the 10 years. Um, there's no need for it. There's no regulations for that unless like you have like a massive corporation kind of thing. But if that happens, then that's when you can take out the actual, take it out of the ongoing system that you have in the cloud because no one's gonna be accessing that. And you can put it on a drive that you keep for backups so that you can declutter take out content that you're never going to need, never going to look at, and you're just keeping it for legal reasons to have on file mm -hmm. kind of thing. So that's something to also really think about for decluttering. Um, that's probably something that you would only really need to do maybe once a year. Yes, I was going to say you don't do that often. <laughs> yeah, maybe once a year. Um, if you have a lot of clients and you've been running for a long time, you might need it to do it like twice a year. Um, but usually it's just once a year, end of financial year, go through and declutter and make sure that things are backed up. Once again, what's really great about um, specifically OneDrive and Google Drive is that if you use their, you know, online Microsoft or online Google Word or Google Docs systems, they all automatically back up your files which is super handy. And Dropbox automatically backs up your entire folder system as well. So again, if you accidentally delete it, um, it was uh, in a Dropbox folder that my partner's employee deleted everything, which is like over 200 clients worth of content. Um, he deleted it. Um, we were able to stop it in the midst of deleting. And then within 30 minutes, we had everything back in the folder. So they're very handy to have those backup folders just in case something bad happens. Yep. Yes. The final tip that I have, which sorry about that guys, I did say I had nine tips, but it's actually seven tips. I can't count, um, is review your desktop and main document folder often. 
So again, this is so that you don't have anything on your desktop. And what I mean by main document folder is having that base bookkeeping the folder, the root folder. Thank you. I forgot the word there for a minute. <laughs> the root folder weekly. So if you have a lot of clients, this is only if you have a lot of clients. If you have a lot of clients, you need to check to make sure that things are filed weekly. You don't specifically need to go in and go, okay, I'm going to sit down now and check the folder. <laughs> you don't need to do that. That's a bit ridiculous. What I mean by that is if you're in a file and you notice something's not filed, right? Take the three seconds and file it properly. Yep. That's all I mean by that is make sure that as you're going, if you notice anything's wrong, you get it filed properly and just help get yourself organized. And the other thing to mention there, which we did mention earlier, is if you're in a folder that contains a bunch of files and you find that even though it's filed where it's supposed to go, it's still hard to find within that one folder, that's a sign that you need another layer of nested folders there. Yes. Separate the things even more so it's easier to find because the filing system should work for you. You shouldn't need to work hard to figure out your own filing system. Yes. Make it so that it works for you and that it's easy and you can find things really quickly. That's what it's for. 100%. Love it. That was a really good tip. <laughs> now, to finish off this episode, I basically want to be like, just help you understand anyone can get organized today. I know organization with organizing your documents can sometimes be a headache but even if you just start and you do 10 minutes today you can start changing your business life and it can make things easier if you have employees that work remotely or virtual staff that work remotely having this system really organized can just change your lifestyle in like I said before, you know, if you like to travel or if you're doing mini holidays because you can't actually travel right now, being able to easily access your documents at any time can just really help your life and help the value of your lifestyle. So invest in actually organizing your templates and documents. Um, it'll make life just so much easier. If there's any emergencies that come up and let's say you're not by your computer, you can always check things out with your phone, which makes it really handy, especially if you work on, you know, cloud-based accounting software as well. Worst case scenario, you can sit down and access it via your phone or go to a library and use a library computer or something like that. You know, there's always a way once you're on a cloud-based software. Um, and it just will help you empower yourself to get organized and be as productive as possible because as a bookkeeper, you have so many things to do um, by having things a little bit more organized. You can really streamline how long everything takes. So what I thought would be good is for us just to kind of mention a way that we, the two of us have actually created a program that helps you learn how to organize and prioritize not so much your documents, but your life. Mm -hmm. um, 
in your business life. And that's the priorities masterclass that you and I created a while back. Um, it doesn't so much go into actual document filing, but it goes in and we discuss organizing your priorities mm -hmm. and time blocking the priorities. So setting up your filing system or reorganizing your filing system could be a priority and you might want to time block a certain part of your week to exactly. do that each week until it's done. Exactly. That way you don't have to sit down and go, oh my God, I have to do all the filing today and hate mm. your life. You can do it in sections. Yeah, break it into chunks that are less overwhelming. Yes. So definitely would suggest if you guys haven't taken that priorities masterclass, it's actually pretty awesome. It's got a PowerPoint, it's got actual worksheets, and it's got my and I's beautiful face on an actual <laughs> live webinar as well. Um, it was actually the first one that we created for Savvy. So uh, we were a bit nervous. So you can see baby Angie and Maya uh, <laughs> running a program. Um, but yeah, it's really handy for figuring out what priorities and also it can help you figure out what parts of your filing system need to be actioned right away. What parts are really hindering you in having that streamlined process to be as productive as possible. So just a little tip I thought I'd suggest to everyone. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, Maya. That's all right. Yeah. So next episode, next week, we will be talking about more about organization and um, getting delving in a little bit deeper into the concept of how digital software and everything can actually help you in creating all these organization files and making your life easier. So I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day. And until next week, do you want to do the sign off? It's been a while. Stay safe, stay sane, and stay savvy. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.